0: Well, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino, as always. We got Senior Bowl rolling along here, as always, or this time of year between the championship games and the Super Bowl. Uh, gotta love that. And here's what I'm doing today, though. I mean, this week for me is generally digging into draft, Senior Bowl. I'm not down there, but I'm going to watch all the practices, check out all the information I can, read up on these guys a ton, really get to learn 75 to 100 prospects a lot better than I did, as well as start to dig into free agency, too. I think my article this week is going to be linebackers the Steelers should look at, because I think that's the position more than any that they need to go outside the organization. Um, But anyway, here we go. Um, What was I going to say? Okay, ESPN put out their top 50 UFA list undrafted or uh, unrestricted free agents and First off, people, you know, the Steelers have about middle of the road in terms of available cap space, and they have a lot of ability to get higher up that list, make more room. So this top 50 list, though, is always a tease. I'm sure a lot of you guys don't know the names of who's becoming a free agent around the league, and some of them will brush over quickly, you know, that the Steelers aren't involved with or could could be, should be, whatever, but this is a bit of a tease because, several of these guys will get or locked up before they even hit the open market. You know, the guys at the top aren't going to be available as much as you think they are, so to speak. So here, here we go. Let's just buzz down the list. We'll do 25, take a gap, and then we'll do uh, 25 after that. Lamar Jackson is number one. Well, he's not going to hit the open market. I don't think he's going to be a Raven. I keep thinking that he's headed to Atlanta, to be honest with you. So he may be out of the division. I think there's a very good chance of that. But he is not hitting the open market. Number two is Orlando Brown from the Kansas City Chiefs, left tackle. You'll see him next Sunday. Um, I'm not spending the kind of money that, you know, that he's going to make. He played on the franchise tag this past year. I also think he's vastly overrated, to be honest with you. He's humongous, but I don't think he's one of the best left tackles in the league by any stretch of the imagination, and that's the kind of money he's going to make. He's a perfect example, folks, of why you don't want to be shopping on the open market for offensive tackles. Uh, Javon Hargrave, name I'm sure you're excited about, is three. And he should be. He's phenomenal. He's even better now than when he was in Pittsburgh. He's gotten better and better and better every down player. He's going to make like $20 million a year, though. I-, I think he's out of the price range. More and more, I'm thinking that the defensive tackle situation is going to be Ogunjobi Joby in a draft pick. I don't think it's going to be Hargrave or the guy after him on this list, Deron Payne from Washington, also only 26 years old, ascending player. Just going to be extremely, extremely expensive, and I just don't think that's where they're going to be shopping right now. Um, there's some quarterbacks that we can just brush over, but they're good for you to know. Geno Smith's going to be a free agent. I would expect him to go back to Seattle, and maybe they draft one, maybe they don't. Mike McGlinchey is the right tackle for the 49ers. Another perfect example of why you do not want to be shopping for offensive tackles. He's going to make a fortune, and he's not that good. I mean, he's he's a fine right tackle. He's a run blocker. He's not great in the drop back game. He fits that system. They probably have to keep him. They don't have a first or second round pick. But you're going to have more invested in Orlando Brown and Mike McGlinchey than you want to. I mean, it's just, you want to draft tackles and keep them. You know, you just don't not want to be shopping in that aisle ever. Tom Brady's seventh on this list. Pretty sure he's not going to be a stealer. Maybe he goes to the Niners, especially with his Purdy injury. Who knows? It'll be, of course, one of the offseason topics without question. Saquon Barkley comes in at eight. He's only 26. They said they're not going to franchise him in New York, but he's such a big part of that offense. I think you tag him for a year. Don't let him hit the market. He's really interesting to me, though, because Daniel Jones is going to be on this list, too. Can they extend Jones and tag Barkley? Is that smart? Uh, who knows? But the Steelers won't be involved with Barkley. But he is an interesting guy. So Jamel Dean is a 26-year-old corner from the Bucks. Um Good player. I mean, he's tall. He's long. can play press. He can play off. I think that's more than I want to spend. You know, I don't think I want to be shopping for the top corner in free agency. He's probably, I don't know. I'm not going to guess the numbers, but it's a lot. I would much rather go the Sutton and early pick route at corner than invest in a guy like Dean, have that much locked up in him. But that's the kind of money he's going to make. I mentioned Daniel Jones before. He comes in at 10th on this list. Of course, he's not for the Steelers, but he, when his contract comes out, whether it's with the Giants or elsewhere, I think a lot of you will be dumbfounded. You'll be like, really? $35 million a year for Daniel Jones? I mean, it's going to be something in that neighborhood because inflation. And I should have mentioned this probably yesterday, but salary cap went up substantially. The league is very healthy. These these guys are going to get paid Heavily. It's a great year to be a free agent. That's for sure. Heck of a lot better than the last couple. So you're going to have to spend a lot of money on these dudes, especially these top 10 type players that we're mentioning. Uh, a name you're probably familiar with in the division, Jesse Bates. He played on the franchise tag this past year. T- true free safety. He's going to be looking for Minka money. My hunch is the Bengals won't give it to him, that they'll give money to Higgins and Burrow and those type of dudes. O lineman and Bates will actually hit the market in – be very wealthy in the end. Dalton Schultz, tight end for the Cowboys, is 12th on this list. Good player. I think you let him walk if you're Dallas. They have some young guys I kind of like. Ferguson, uh, they don't have a lot of cap space for these type of things. So I think he gets on the market. Signs kind of like Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith a, year, a couple years ago where you're like, wow, that's a lot of money for Dalton Schultz. You know, A slightly above average tight end, in my opinion, who's not unbelievably talented. Again, not for the Steelers. James Bradbury's a name maybe you're interested in, too. I mean, for whatever reason, the, the Giants moved on from him, mostly because of salary cap reasons. He's 30, had a really good year for the Eagles. Corner. Um, more of a zone guy. He's going to get paid a ton. But a 30-year-old corner that's going to be as expensive as him. Probably isn't for me. I think I'd rather roll with the Sutton and, you know, rookie contract type of situation, uh, early pick, than go down the Bradbury, you know, especially at his age. There is an older corner I have a little bit of interest in, though. We'll get to him. CJ Gardner Johnson, safety, but he's also a nickel. He could, he wouldn't be your KZ. He'd be closer to Edmonds. Actually, he's more like Minka. Um, Really feisty guy that you hate playing against. Only $25. i am thinking he's out of my price range for what he would bring to this team. I think I'd rather roll with KZ and or Edmonds and or a pick than going down the Gardner-Johnson route. Jawan Taylor is a big offensive tackle for the Jags. Pure right tackle. He'll get paid well. He's probably a below average starter. Not a ringing endorsement. Not for me, Obviously. This guy's interesting, though. Starting to get in the neighborhood where I think he can start shopping. This is number 16. You're probably going to be like, really, Matt? Draymond Jones is a defensive tackle for the Denver Broncos. 6'3"-ish, somewhere between 280, 285. More 3'4", D end, you know, if you're putting it in Steeler terms. But he's an interior pass rusher, and he's a really good one. And people don't seem to be on top of that. He's only 25 years old ascending guy for sure can kind of line up all over the the front. He's not going to play a million snaps against the Ravens stuff in the run, but you line him up next to Hayward on passing downs and some other downs as well. Of course, I think he's really intriguing. Don't know what he'd cost, but I'm, I'm, I'm calling his agent for sure. Draymond Jones, defensive tackle, Denver Broncos. Josh Jacobs, I'm sure you guys all know who he is. He's not for the Steelers. I would imagine the Raiders franchise him after a phenomenal year. They're kicking themselves for not picking up the fifth-year option. Here's the name you've been wanting to hear. Number 18 on the list, Tremaine Edmonds. Terrell's brother, of course. He's only 25. He's younger than the Steelers' Edmonds. Had a really good year. I mean, as I've told you a million times, these highly drafted linebackers sometimes take a while because offenses manipulate them so much. He has uncommon height and length and tools. Really put together this year, I think he will hit the open market. I mean, Milano, they're true every down linebacker. These guys played every down anyways. They live in nickel, and there's two two linebackers on the field all the time for the Bills. Um, But Milano is already getting paid. Allen's contract's kicking in. I'm all for signing both Edmund brothers. And Tremaine will cost more than his older brother. But, I mean, he's the 18th ranked free agent on this list. Tony Pollard isn't for the Steelers. But I think Dallas is crazy if they don't bring him back and move on from Zeke. I mean, he's just much more explosive. An edge guy that doesn't really fit here is Marcus Davenport. He's more of a true 4-3 power defensive end. Um, already 27 years old, not for the Steelers, but an intriguing guy in the market. Curious what he makes. So here's a great example. Like, I forget who I was talking with, but I know a lot of people out there are frustrated with Deontay Johnson's contract. Well, I told you the cap's going up. You know, all these guys are going to get paid heavily. This is a bad free agent wide receiver year. And the top guy on the market is Jacoby Myers from the, the Patriots. I know some of you guys are down on Deontay. I would much rather have Deontay than Jacoby Myers. And I bet Myers, once he hits the free agent market, is making like $10 million more a year than Deontay. I mean, seriously. I mean, th- th- these guys are going to be in massive demand. That's why I love lock- locking up Miller. I mean, I'd rather have Myers than Miller, of course, Anthony Miller. But you now have four receivers in the mix for the Steelers and probably a draft pick. I think that's a nice position to be in as opposed to shopping in a really weak market for wide receivers. Interesting name here. Really good player. Still really good player. Potential Hall of Famer, 33-year-old Levante David. Like, I think the Bucks blow things up. He's an all-time great Buck. But if I compare David on a one- or two-year contract, and I'm a little worried about getting too old on defense for the Steelers, but... If he can mentor a young pick or Robinson or just add more stability, I mean, he made Devin White's career flourish. And not that White didn't, doesn't deserve some credit, but having that guy on the second level, Bobby Wagner was like that for the Rams this year, that they're so smart. And that, I think that would go a long way. If the Steelers defense had Levante David last year, they'd be five to 10 spots higher on the list. You know, I mean, it's. I still think he has plenty in the tank. And I don't think it will cost you that much at 33 years old. Jordan Poyer, also from the Bills defense. Unlikely to return, but likely to get paid more than I'm interested in to pair with Minka. Really good player. Um, just probably a little pricier than I want to get involved with. Here's another sneaky defensive lineman. Kind of like the Jones call I made. It's Zach Allen from the Arizona Cardinals. He's only 26. Better and better and better every year. He's also in that same size neighborhood. He's 6'4"-ish, 280, Um, versatile, tough. I prefer Jones because he's more dynamic and a better athlete. But Allen's a really good football player that you could do a lot with. And again, much more of a 3-4 end than, you know, an every down run suffer type. But he can stuff the run probably better than Jones. 25th on this list, we can glance over, but he is going to be a starter next year, in my opinion, is Jimmy G. He's 31 years old. Um, I think he's one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the league and will be treated accordingly. I don't know where he'll land, but it won't be here. So that's the first 25. Quick break here, sip of water, come back and do 26 through 50. Twenty-six on the list is Odell Beckham Jr., not for the Steelers. I'm a little shocked that nobody signed him late in the year to a two-year deal, flirted with Dallas. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know what he has left, to be honest, who knows? He's 30 years old, and the last couple of years haven't gone great for him. Juju is 27. He's 26 years old as well. I mean, remember, he came to the league unbelievably young. People haven't paid him well. He's been in the open market the last two years and has not made much. He's really strictly a slot. I think letting him go was the right move. I'm not interested in bringing him back. He's a quality player, but he's not special. I mean, he's kind of just a guy. So now we get to the first dealer, and that's Cam Sutton at 28. Um, we've talked about him plenty. I would be talking to him as we speak, trying to get him locked up. That would be a real security blanket to make the – the rest of the offseason fall in place if you could lock him up in the coming weeks. Um, we've had plenty of talk about him, though, obviously. Evan Ingram is a 29. Modern-day flex tight end, first-round tight end that took some time to get going but had a heck of a year for the Jags. He can really run. He's going to make some money. I think he's a franchise tag candidate. I would have him over Schultz on this list, honestly, amongst tight ends. Here's a name that I'm interested in as well. 29 years old, defensive tackle, um, Dalvin Tomlinson, Vikings, power player, stout, thick, um, not known as a pass rusher, but eats up double teams, more nosish than those other guys I mentioned for sure, but he's a good football player and you know he, he gets you two or three sacks a year. I mean, it, getting a little better in that department, but... He's a quality player. I would certainly be kicking the tires on Dalvin Tomlinson. Here's another one that I like a lot that you probably don't know, or some of you don't know. I'm sure plenty of you know him. What do I know? Uh, David Long. I'm sure there's some WVU fans out there. Linebacker, Tennessee Titans. He's 26 years old. A little smaller. He's under six feet, by like 225, 230. Great, great recognition instincts, reading, you know, coverages, um, two-way player, blitzer, ascending rapidly. David Long, to me, could be my starting off-the-ball linebacker all day long. I didn't mean to do that, but that was funny. There we go. David Long is a name you need to know. Again, not household names like a Draymond Jones, but these are guys I invest in. These are guys the Steelers invest in. Ascending young guys coming off their first contract that aren't, Household names are smart free agent strategy. Uh, Yannick Ndokwe is an edge from the Colts. He's been bouncing around the league a lot. Doesn't really play the run. Isn't for the Steelers. Mike Gusecki for the Dolphins probably also isn't from the Steelers. for the Steelers. He's listed as a tight end, but really he's a big slot receiver that can run. Never fit in with Miami's new scheme at all. Um, they, they franchised him. I don't know why. Didn't hardly ever use him. He would be a big slot. I mean, honestly, he's not much different than Chase Claypool. I mean, if I I don't think that the Steelers are after somebody like that, Uh, you know, spend money on Mike Gasecki or Evan Ingram, but those guys would play the Claypool big slot role here. Uh, Who we got next here? Rock Yassin Raiders. Interestingly enough, he got traded for Nandakwe, who's two picks up here. He's okay. Um, I, I always had a little. Higher hopes for Yassin. Um he's not doesn't take the ball away a lot, but he has size. He can press you at the line of scrimmage. I'd prefer Sutton. I would have Sutton on this list, but this uh, higher on this list, but Rocky Sin would not be a bad pickup. I mean, I don't think he'll play the slot for you. He's an outside corner. He's good, but you no, know, those guys are gonna be expensive too. Um I I am not in the market for guards, to be honest with you, because I think If you get a tackle, Moore could go to guard. If you get a center, Cole could go to guard. And I think the pair of guards is fine. But the Eagles have a good one in Isaac Semimolo. I say his name wrong, but you'll see him on uh, next Sunday. And he's part of the best offensive line in the league. Good player. Going to make a quality amount of money. I like DJ Chark as well. He's 36th on this list. Probably not for the Steelers, though. I mean, he's a... Outside the numbers, fast, long-legged, 6'4 type of dude that can you know get downfield and make big plays. I don't think that's what they're after. But the Lions kind of got a, a, a nice uh, bargain on him before this this past offseason. Another name to mention, and this is gonna guy, this is a guy playing in the Super Bowl, Eagles TJ Edwards, linebacker, much like David Long, coming along very rapidly. Of course, the Eagles protect him extremely well with that D-line, that defensive tackle group, but this guy makes a lot of plays. He's a good blitzer. He's a good tackler. He's really improving in coverage. TJ Edwards would be a very good stealer as well. These are the type of guys to look at. Interesting name here that I have some interest in is the Cardinals corner, Byron Murphy. He's only 25, coming off his first contract, pretty highly drafted, has been up and down as corners often are early in their career. Arizona is not the most stable environment in the world. Um, he can play man, he can play inside, he can play outside. I would rather have Sutton, but Murphy has some interest to me too. I think that's not a bad. I don't call him a consolation prize because I mean, he's a starter. Brandon Graham. Now, I would bet. I mean, he's thirty-five years old. He's had an excellent career for the Eagles. True 4-3 defensive end type, and he's probably not the best example. But if somebody like him who's had success that's up in age, I know the Melvin Ingram thing didn't work out here, but along those lines could come in as your spot third guy, as your outside pass rush dudes. I'd be interested in somebody like that, but that's weeks after free agency opens and those guys sit there without offers couple guards here. The Ravens' Ben Powers is going to be hard for them to resign. He's a very good young player. Not a very good young player, but ascending. Uh, the Titans also have a 26-year-old guard, Nate Davis. Again, I'm not really in the guard market. I'm shocked that Caleb McGarry from the Falcons is all the way down to 42 on this list. He's coming off a great year. Offensive tackle, right tackle, former first-round pick, only 28 years old. Um, I bet he gets paid... Like the tenth best player on this list, or the fifteenth best player on this list, not forty-two. I'm not interested in paying a right tackle though. Uh, they've, 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 the Steelers are fine there, in my opinion. Miles Sanders, Woodland Hills dude, uh, also playing on Sunday, is up for free agency. He could certainly get on the market. Coming off a pretty good year, he's been a he's a very talented player. Steelers aren't going to be signing a linebacker though or a running back. They are going to be probably signing a linebacker. And Drew Tranquil from the Chargers is 44th on this list. He had a good year. Um, I like this guy quite a bit as well. He, he had five sacks as well. He's a little smaller, but he moves really well. Um, seems to be getting better, but he's already 28. He's a little older than a couple of these linebackers, but he would be on my list of off-the-ball guys to pursue. And that's a good list this year. I mean, there's... We've already gone over five or six of them, but there's some that won't even make this list that I'll be interested in. Again, I think I'm going to write that article tonight about off-the-ball linebackers to go after. Uh, another guard is Dalton Risner uh, from the Broncos. I bet he gets paid well, but not by the Steelers. Someone I'd have a little bit of interest in is Von Bell from the Bengals. If you don't bring back Edmonds, Bell would be is a strong safety type. Um... Seems to make a few more plays than Edmonds. I'm not sure who I'd prefer. I might prefer Edmonds of the two. And Edmonds isn't on this list. Bell is. But he's a quality player that the Bengals are going to have a hard time retaining. Both the Bengals' starting safeties are free agents. That's why they used a first-round pick on a safety last year. Um, But he'd be interesting. I mean, I'd rather keep Edmonds, I think. Arden Key is a disruptive defensive lineman. I mean, he's more... 4 3 end, but he bumps inside. Um, he's had an up-and-down career, but he's really starting to find himself. I don't think he fits here, but it'll be interesting where he goes. And here's another old dude in the Levante David mold. Is, he's 33, Patrick Peterson. He's one of the bright spots on the Vikings' defense this past year. There was a stretch where he was the best corner in the league. This would kind of be a Joe Hayden type move. Like, hey, you want to come to a stable organization on a one-year deal, two-year deal at most? Um, still played really well. Ridiculous talent. And I'm thinking Patrick Peterson mentoring a first-round pick. You know, like that would be a really nice situation there. And he can still play. So at the right price, I mean, I'm not real interested in getting a bunch of old dudes, but the right price, I'm, I'm curious what he'd, how that would work. Janavian Clowney probably won't be back with the Browns. No, thank you. I think he's way too overrated, non-productive, hard to count on, whatever you want. Uh, last name on this list is Sam Darnold. Um, I don't know. I think he's going to be like Trubisky, where he'll end up going to a team that drafts someone high. Didn't play bad for the Panthers this past year, but that's not the Steelers move. And then one more name I just threw out there because I didn't realize he was up this year is the Niners Aziz Al-Shaheer is a linebacker off the ball that I mentioned I host a podcast you know Peacock and Williamson well Peacock is a big Niners guy and because they have two other excellent linebackers there Greenlaw and Warner that Al-Shaheer is very very likely to hit the open market yes sign me up he's 25 years old he flies around the field he will absolutely be on my off-the-ball linebacker list to target. So another name there that's kind of under the radar a little bit that would work out well for the Steelers. So some interesting dudes there. Why I wanted to do that was because about 10 of the guys I were interested in are not household names, Draymond Jones, guys like that, that if you hear their names spitting out there, I mean, I'll tell you more about them, obviously, if they become a Steeler. But there's some interesting dudes that aren't going to be Saquon Barkley, Tom Brady, you know, huge name dudes that are fit in here really well. And those are the type of guys I'd be pursuing this year. So, all right, we'll talk tomorrow.